This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Monday and Friday video cast live on Twitch. But you can also catch us on YouTube or listen to us on iTunes. And as always, brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount every day. We also make the very cool FLG mats, ITC terrain. We also have some funny FLG products that if you ever want to pick them up, like the Berserker dice, which sometimes they roll really well and sometimes they don't. <laughs> I think like all dice. But uh, also you can pick up uh, things like GW product at a discount. We also offer free shipping within the continental United States on orders over $99. And we also have shows like this one here. We do a lot. We have a paint service More too. More than one thing. We do. We run events. We do a lot. We work a lot. It's true. True story. It is. The truth was heard. We also have moving cameras. Because apparently Mariana likes to adjust them in the middle of the show. Professionalism. It's what we're known for. But today we're going to talk to you about what's going on in the 40K universe and we had quite a bit of really exciting news come out this week from Games Workshop, including a preview of Chapter Approved, as well as the Space Marine Errata. Uh, pretty good stuff, wouldn't you say, Frankie? Is it called an Errata, or is it Errata? It's an Errata. I don't think it is. I think it's Errata. I think it's Errata. I think it's tomato, tomato. I think you're a tomato, sure. and I'm a potato. Okay. Yeah, I right. love tomatoes are much more interesting than potatoes. Uh, no, potatoes are in like everything. You can do a lot with a tater. Yeah, you can make alcohol with a t potato. You can. Some of the best uh, vodka in the world you can make from potatoes. That's right. That's and right. Uh, tomatoes, I'm sure you can make some kind of an alcohol I don't know where we're going out of this. tomatoes. <laughs> Actually, a very good drink, the uh, Bloody Mary has tomatoes in it. That's true. It also has vodka in it. That's mainly vodka. But our powers combined, we make a, a yummy drink to cure your hangover. Yes. So at any rate, uh, on to talking about 40K. GW rolled out the preview for chapter approved and very cool of them. Obviously, um, very interesting to everybody else. We, we obviously knew that this, this was inbound. Uh, they did mention it's going to be in use uh, in several tournaments that they mentioned. That I think it was the Brighton Overlords and uh, Nova Open. Yep. And it was really cool of them to do this because um, as you guys and gals watching this and in the community know, there's like not everyone has all the same information at the same time, right? So obviously with some of the things they previewed, like the first turn mechanic, we, we all knew this was coming. We already started using it. Um, but to the to people who don't have that information, it's confusing. Yeah. Like they're like, why are you guys doing this, right? Like you guys are changing the game, and that's you know we we just want to play the game. We just want to play the game too, but we're privy to information that other people don't have. So GW were awesome enough. They're they're cool enough and involved with their community enough to help to kind of like throw a bone to the community organizers and say like, yeah, yeah, this is coming. It's coming in a book called Chapter Approved. That book isn't coming for a while. 
but there's events that are happening before that. We're going to help them out by saying, yeah, th these are real rules. These aren't them just making stuff up. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we really appreciate everybody's patience. Uh, those of you who uh, trusted us when we were like, hey, guys, like we're not making this up, but we can't tell you why. Um, we really appreciate you. Those of you who, who gave us your uh, vote of confidence and trusted us uh, in that we weren't just pulling it out of our, our hat. Um, it, it was, you know, stuff we discussed with, with G-Dub and um, they were awesome enough to, to get our back yeah. and, and let this and show this this early, which it, it helps because now people who are going to these events, they don't think it's just some kind of house rule. They know that it was uh, play tested and it was a, a rule that um, or all of these rules are rules that that had a lot of thought behind them and that they are the official way to play the game or a version of the official way to play the game is probably a better way to describe it. So um, can you still use the auto go first mechanic if you like it? Yeah, it's in the missions, it's in the BRB missions. But like they said in the preview, uh, chapter approved is coming with 12 new missions. And a part of that is the, uh, the alternate first turn mechanic, which is plus one to go first, which is what all the tournaments, not all, most of the tournaments, all the tournaments involved in the playtesting process they're already doing it. Yeah. Um, and the reason why is because obviously we can talk about it now is that we found it was better for game balance when you didn't have the auto go first mechanic. Auto go first is, is fun when you're playing casually. It's quick. It's yeah. quick. It's, it's easy. Um, when, when you're not optimizing for it, like when you're playing a pickup game with like, I'm going to just call it, I guess, normal armies or themed armies. It works perfectly fine. Yeah. But you it's, know? it's when you start gaming it and trying to make a list that automatically goes first in most of the games and then that's when it becomes a problem is because there's no counter to it you're like oh yeah i'm going first because i only have four models and you're like oh great yeah and so, then it becomes a problem yeah right and then it's like when you have when you take the the math hammer and apply it then it, it takes some of the fun out of the game and it makes some armies not really viable so we spotted that way early on and um due to the way that these things work a lot of people are like well why wasn't it just in the book and again obviously we can't disclose uh and we don't know everything by any means uh, uh you have to, you would have to know when the main book was finished in order to answer that question um who knows right like that could have been a really long time ago and the changes could have come up when it was too late to change the main book and i think that would explain some of those questions and obviously we don't know the exact specifics but i would uh, present that as a plausible explanation for why it's not why it wasn't just in the brb to begin with because maybe it was too late yeah and i mean the same thing goes for faqs everybody misses something so it's not nothing's going to be perfectly polished when it comes out on a release date so it's really cool that gw is coming out and like releasing these faqs and uh, addressing certain things that are confusing and stuff like that that weren't caught yeah, I mean, it's like, imagine it like a video game. Like, uh, for those of you who play like RTSs or FPSs, um, they, the companies release patches, even RPGs, like I'm an RPG guy, personally, and uh, the companies release patches for the games constantly. Yeah, it's just usually in the background, it's not something that's like a big deal, because it's, I mean, it doesn't really change your gameplay at all in a video game. It, just... it does, but a lot of people just aren't aware of, of yeah. it. Like, so, I actually go read the change logs, like in, in my favorite RPGs when they change, stuff i go read it like oh this spells better now or the or or uh this the fighters you know ability yeah. triggered too quickly they made the cycle slower to make it more fair i like to go read that stuff because i like the i like rules mechanics a lot 
So I like I do read it, but I think you're right. Most people just don't even check. They just play the game. Yeah, and then like you might notice like, oh, my guys don't deal as much damage as they did before. It takes a little bit longer to kill a certain unit or something like that. And those are the changes that happen. It's just it's not as big of a change, I think, as like this is. Like yeah. oh, this guy went up five points. That's noticeable because now you're building a list and you're like, oh shit, yeah. I have to pay more points for this. So But it, and the funny thing is too, like it's just it, it cracks me up. Like having been a part of this community for over 20 years and how long people have wanted to see the game get updated in uh, close to real time to have to have GW pay attention to fix problems, to address balance issues. And to be fair, the vast majority of people that I have spoken with and interacted with and keeping my eye on, on the, the kind of the pulse of the community to sound cliche, the vast majority of people are ultra positive about all these changes yeah but there is some people who are like bitching and moaning like oh my gosh babe, dude, why didn't it and it's like dude they're finally doing what we've always asked them to do and there's some people who are just like oh don't like the changes or it's whatever and they're complaining about it and i'm like oh my god you just can't win sometimes I like mean, it's it's gonna be a an adjustment right because it's you've gone this long without having updates frequently it was like random it was like Maybe in four months we'll get a FAQ. Oh, oh, cool, we did. And then oh, they, they answer questions that anything. nobody cares about. Yeah. Like, Great. Now it's like they're addressing things and they're addressing them quickly and all this stuff. So it is going to be a change for people, and it, of course, it's going to be there's going to be people that don't like it right off the bat, but you'll grow to like it. It just it oh. is it's so <laughs> funny. I'm like, yeah. this is what the vast majority of people have always asked for. Like, don't let a unit that sucks suffer for years. Don't let a unit that's OP reign supreme for years nobody likes it right or very few people like it and it's like okay gw's like we got it we heard you we've created a system and able to, to to react swiftly to problems and we're doing it and then there's still people who are complaining i'm like yeah. oh my gosh you just can't you just can't win some people over and that's okay um like you said people will get used to it and it is better it's objectively better to try and achieve balance now, of course, the changes are coming a little bit more rapid fire right now because everything is new. Like things are going to settle down and the changes will come on a more predictable and like more spaced out timeline so that you can make purchases without being like, oh, is this going to dramatically change in the near future? Um, the, 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 the rapid fire kind of like FAQs and stuff, I guarantee that that's going to slow down. Um, th this was just a reaction to the, the release of the game, which is still only what, two months, a month and a half? I think it's like two months old. Yeah. Two months old, yeah. So like, I mean, this is a baby, right? Like, it's a brand new game, and it's going to slow down. And like they've said in the article, chapter approved is going to be giving you guys the update on an annual basis, very much like the general's handbook. Yeah. And I think that that's badass. And it's more than just an FAQ. It's not just a book of FAQs, guys. Like, it's not just a patch book. Like they told you in it, it's got all kinds of fun stuff, new missions, um, all kinds of new like scenarios and fun stuff. And if you look at the general's handbook, you could look at that, I would guess, as a template. And it's like, it's stuff for narrative play, uh, uh, match play, and open play, and all kinds of fun stuff. So it, it's not just like selling you an FAQ. It's, yeah. it's way more than that. And it's definitely not just for uh, tournament players either. Like we said, it has the three different ways to play in there, and they're going to update that constantly. So yeah. however you like to play, they're always going to have updates, they're going to have new things for you. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm yeah. loving it. Me too. And it's like, no, it's not just a cash grab, you guys. Like, yeah. 
if you look at the general's handbook, I doubt GW makes very much money on that book at all. I don't know. Um, it's it's not that it, people so frequently go to that like they're just trying to squeeze me for another dollar. It's like no, not really. That's not because now that we we know what we know, that's absolutely not the case. Like it just isn't. Yes, they're trying to make money. It's a company that's for profit. If they don't make money, they're not going to have a game anymore. So. And then all the people that work for them lose their job. Like, yeah. like yes, they are trying to make money, but. This, this system isn't isn't attempting to just like squeeze you for every dime. They're trying to give you what you wanted with a professional product. So yeah, anyway. They want you to last and keep keep buying product for yeah. your life, you know? So, so at any rate, uh, some of the updates that they showcased in chapter approved that will be rolled out for, for tournaments, including the SoCal Open, it also impacts us and we're really thankful. Um, flyers uh, will not score objectives uh, anymore. And then what, a lot of people are confused by this. Flyer is not the fly keyword. Flyer is the force organization chart slot, right? There are things that are, they have their own. Some people didn't even know this. This surprised me. There is a flyer choice. It's like fast attack, elite, HQ, troop, heavy support, and flyer, and fortification, and Lord of War. Those are all of them. So things like Storm Ravens, um, Stormhawk, Interceptors, um, uh, Hemlock, Wraith Fighters, things that are in that flyer category don't score objectives. And that's because those those units are so powerful um, that they put this in to mitigate it and along with the boots and on the ground rule where people were taking like one character and like six Storm Ravens, which is just an obnoxious army. I don't think anybody enjoys that. No. And it's like, yeah, you can, can you still do it? Yeah. Are flyers still as powerful as they were? Yeah but you run the risk of getting tabled or not being able to win the mission. Yeah, and the it's also a fluff reason why they're doing this is like a jet isn't gonna be capturing an objective. Right. It's flying super fast across the table all over the place. So it's not gonna be stopping and grabbing an objective right. really quick and then taking As he goes by at Mach yeah, 3, he's yeah. like, I got that. Yeah. yeah. So it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, so. And I, I agree. Make any sense. <laughs> I agree. Like from a gameplay yeah. perspective and from like a, you know, as realistic as 40K can be. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree. I think those are positive changes. 100%. So, yeah, like those the all flyer armies were ultra obnoxious. And I don't think anyone's sad unless you bought a ton of them. And in which case you might be a little sad, but. But it's still usable. You might just yep. want to put some guys on the ground so that you don't automatically lose. Yeah. Uh, that, that would be a, that's yeah. a pro tip uh, right there. Uh, one of the other ones, uh, the big one, in my opinion, I think is great for gameplay, although it did cause some confusion, and we'll explain this. Uh, objective secured, and uh, a lot of people are scratching their heads as to how to actually apply this. Now, remember, guys, in the, the Warhammer community article, it was a preview. It wasn't the full explanation. Yeah. Um, objective secured coming back for factions that are mono-faction uh, detachments. Their troops will get the objective secured ruled. Rule, um, you can look at uh, books like Space Marines, which is already out, that has it in Chaos Space Marines and Grey Knights coming out also have it. Um, Space Marines, I, th I think it's called Champions of Humanity. And your troops in a detachment that is Battleforged Space Marines, which they define that in the book, what that means for Space Marines is everyone in the, the every unit, every model in the detachment must have the same uh, bracketed faction keyword which would be Ultramarines, Raven Guard, whatever. Yeah. Um, if you do that, you're a Space Marine detachment, and then you get your chapter tactics, you get access to your relics, your stratagems, you get objectives secured or champions of humanity, if I remember correctly. 
So that's the model which everyone else is going to use. Now, a lot of people are out there going like, well, I don't have a bracketed faction keyword. I get why that's confusing. Um, there's a list that will be coming out very soon. It's a very specific list of everyone that will get it. All right. So there's going to be some exclusions from that. If you're Imperium, you will not get objective secured, right? Just like you wouldn't get your chapter tactics. You wouldn't get any of that cool stuff. Um, you're trading the bonuses of being a fluff army for the um, being able to choose whatever you want. Yeah. So just to give you guys an idea of who is going to be excluded from this list, uh, Imperium as a keyword will be excluded. You will not get objective secured. Chaos, the, and I, the, that's the, the broad. Yeah, so basically what Reese means is if you're taking Chaos-based Marines and Demons and something else. All in one detachment. All in one detachment. You're not a specific detachment. But if you have a, a Black Legion detachment where every model is Black Legion, They'll get it, but they get that in their codex. Then right. you have another detachment of demons, and they're all demons, then your troops will get it. Although... I don't think demons... No, they do. Do that? Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm, I, all right. I, I was working on that at length. Um, it, and that was causing the confusion. That's why I'm, I'm going into depth. Because people are like, what? what about... How come demons don't? Summoned demons won't, right? Because yeah. they're outside of your four-sword chart. Um, but... Demons in a detachment of all demons will. Renegades and heretics in a detachment of all renegades and heretics will. Um, things that will not, Inquisition will not. Yanari will not. Um, General Chaos will not. General Eldari will not. Azuryani will. I know it's confusing. People are still getting used to the way faction keywords work. And that's where there's going to be a comprehensive list that we've been working on that's on the way. Uh, and that will tell you, like, if you have a detachment where every model has this keyword, you're good to go. You get OBSEC. Right. And the reason that GW is doing this, which is really cool, is because some people weren't getting their codex for quite some time. And they're going to be at a huge disadvantage because they're not going to have, you know, their chapter tactics. They're not going to have their artifacts. They're not going to have their warlord traits. Uh, they're not going to have their stratagems. And it'd be a real kick in the high knee to also not get obsec so gw is saying like hey for those of you who are waiting here you're going to be able to at least compete on the objectives which i think is great yeah no i think it's i think it's a great mechanic so yeah me too uh and then you know the big one um the one that was causing a lot of controversy the first turn mechanic we already covered that so we don't need to go into too much depth but just to say like it's not a like you know not to rub it in or anything like that it's just that we weren't just making stuff up so Hopefully you guys will have more trust in us going forward if we uh, uh, present something like this. Uh, but it should always come from GW. Um, this was kind of an exception to the rule. Also, there was a Space Marine errata, and they answered some of the questions about Space Marines, which is really cool. The um, uh, relics, the treasures of the chapter, the one that gives you extra relics, um, you cannot use it more than once. That answers that question. Yeah. Um, you can get up to three relics total if you're willing to pay for it. They also talk about scouts not being able to infiltrate within nine inches of an enemy. I accidentally did that wrong on uh, on a video battle report, which I'm sorry if I confused anybody. We deleted it because I, I didn't want to confuse people. I, I got that wrong. I forgot about it, even though we were the ones that bring it up for the FAQ, which is pretty ironic. Uh, but we all make we all make mistakes. Um, they also talk about um, um, combi grabs was missing from the sergeant list. They put that in. 
Yeah, they've um, got all, a lot of little minor tweaks in there, like melt the bombs, getting rerolls to wound, stuff like that. So uh, definitely take a look at it if you're a Space Marine player. There's some cool stuff in there. I think that, it was pretty blasé, though. There wasn't anything that was really too big. No, nothing that like is game changing. Yeah, I can't recall. Just it. addressing some of the questions people are asking. So yeah, so um, we'll jump over to the chat. I'm sure there's a million questions about chapter approved, and we'll answer some in the Twitch chat. Um, Wolf Priest Carl says, "I trust you, but can we trust the salty banana?" Of course Negative. not. <laughs> the salty banana will get one over on you at every opportunity. Uh, Rattler next. Put a CSM background in that green screen. It's CSM week. Um, well, Mariana does what she do. Uh, if I take an Inquisitor to lead my Scion... Okay, this is a good question. Uh, Tag8833 says, So if I take an Inquisitor to lead my Scion Battalion, all of the Scions lose OPSEC. Yes, that correct. is correct. Um, so this is a good question. How do you get your Space Marine uh, chapter tactics? Literally every model in the detachment must be Raven Guard or White Scarves or Raptors or whatever the hell it is. If you have even one model in the detachment that is not the faction they you lose all your bonuses yep. all of them literally every model has to be in there now sometimes they have exceptions like chaos space marines says you can be a black legion detachment or a night lords detachment or whatever the hell it is and you can include fallen or fabius bile and you don't lose your um your faction bonuses yeah but so they'll specifically say that so yeah. you won't be confused. Yeah. So this is important. When you make a detachment, if you want all your cool toys, you have every single unit must be the same faction keyword that triggers the bonus, right? And as Codex has come out, it's going to be more clear how this works. People are still trying to get their head wrapped around it. So yeah, if you take an Inquisitor in a detachment that is Astra Militarum, well, they're no longer Astra Militarum because there's one model in there that is not Astro Militarum. So now you go to the next less specific faction keyword, which would be Imperium in that case. So that's an Imperium detachment. You wouldn't get OBSEC. You wouldn't get any of the cool bonuses. You wouldn't, like if it was Space Range, you would not get access to your relics. Blah, 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 blah. Like you'd lose all of it. That's the price you pay for cherry picking. Um, that's a good one. Uh, Gregles, does that mean flyers can't be used to get linebreaker? You can get linebreaker. It's not an objective. It just says if you have a unit with within blah blah inches yep. of their deployment zone, so you would still get that. Um, until we have to go back and forth between BRB and chapter approved, uh, or will the new book have a full set of rules? I don't know. Axis of entropy. I don't know if it's going to be like because the core rules are pretty small. Uh, maybe it will. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, I think the General's Handbook does have all the rules for match play uh, in it. Right. Um, let me see if there's any other good questions. Um, if I can't hold the injector, would I be able to? Yeah, you can, you can get Linebreaker still, guys. Uh, Rancid, we are supposed to get the majority of codexes by the end of the year, though, still, right? 10. Um, you can go count the factions that are in the BRB, and you can do some simple math. 10, 10 is not more than half though uh but they're firing these babies out yeah gw made the announcement that that's how many they'd be releasing yeah uh poly driver are you guys going to break down the new gray knight codex uh unfortunately we're not going to have time to do it on this show i'm sorry about that we said we were going to last week but then chapter approved and um the space arena rata came out and there's so many questions about that that we want to we wanted to dedicate this show to answering those questions 
on Monday we'll go we'll dig into Grey Knights. I'm I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Um, how do you feel that the chaplain performs in the army? I love chaplains. I've always loved those models. I just when you could get a chapter master, it doesn't leave a lot of room for the. Yeah, the chapter uh, masters are just so much better than the chaplains, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, the chaplain does give you a leadership bonus, but honestly, I think that for the chaplain to really make sense, he'd have to make people fearless around him. Uh, Maj Bjorn Lowell, do you think the game has too much damage at the moment? No. Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, as long as you play with enough terrain and you incorporate some of the other mechanics, it's not too bad. Five goes west when will the batting cages get an emote? Uh, hopefully never. Uh, a lot of people are talking like in the chat online is like, oh, if you go first, you win. Um, to me, that is an indicator more that there's not enough terrain on the table. If you can hide, you can mitigate the alpha striking. Um, and again, if you're using the plus one to go first as opposed to auto go first, it really mitigates it because not knowing if you're going to get the first turn or not means that you're not going to deploy as aggressively in most cases. Yeah. Um, maybe you still will. Maybe you're still going to go for it and hope, you know, just trust the luck. Uh, one of the guys in the finals at um, the BAO did that because he had to go first. He lined up on the line, didn't get it, and got blasted. But he knew that was the risk he was taking, and he laughed about it. Yep. Uh, T6 said, Berserkers are not troops in World Eaters detachments for the CSM decks. You're right. Cult troops in the Chaos Space Marine Codex are not troops anymore. They're only elite. Yep. Um, that's in the Chaos Space Marine Codex. So um, if you're playing World Eaters or um, uh, Emperor's Children or whatever, uh, you do need to take troops. Uh, you have to take those in, in the elites. The index, I know it's kind of confusing bouncing back and forth, but that, that is the case. Um, no more cult troopers as soon as that Chaos Space Marine uh, dex drops tomorrow. Uh, Fearless Fobbit, so even Chaos Spawn would cause the loss of a Legion trait. Uh, I don't know why. Do they not, do they not do have they the not, faction? They might not get the faction. Um, I don't know off the top of my head on that. I think they do not take it away, but we'll, we'll check. Uh, tag 8833. So I have three detachments. One is Raven Guard, one is Scions, and one is Skitari. Do the troops from each of those detachments get obsolete? Yes. yes. As long as they are completely Scions and Skitari and Raven Guard. Each one of them. Each individual, um, like you could take a detachment with one model, and as long as it's or like a, a troop unit, and as long as it's all well, I can't change its keyword, but yeah, they would have offset. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it's a troop, yes, it could even be a patrol detachment. Now, what what some of you may do if you have a really mixed up army is like um, you could take one detachment that's pure whatever, one detachment that's pure whatever, and then you could have like your kind of soup detachment where you throw in all these like like your inquisitor, your assassin, your whatever yeah. whatever right like you throw in all those into a, a detachment that just kind of like doesn't care about its faction but then you keep your others pure to get obsec and to trigger all your other bonuses uh blade wing 365 uh we'd have to take a look at everything but if i take a detachment of nurgle demons with so. nurgle heldrakes and fetid blight drones who are both nurgle demons with the plague bearers and nurglings oh no uh you're getting, because that is confusing. No, because you've got demons and heretic Astardes in the same detachment. Therefore, you're a mixed, you're chaos soup. Your, your, your faction keyword would be chaos in that instance. Um, M. Jimenez, Astral Claws don't have a founding chapter, so I pick one of the main and adopt those. Yeah, so uh, if you're playing a successor chapter or a chapter that doesn't have set chapter tactics, 
for Space Marines. The Space Marine book tells us if you know who your, your parent chapter is, you use their chapter tactics. So I play Raptors. I use Raven Guard chapter tactics. I don't get their artifacts. I don't get their Warlord traits because I'm not actually Raven Guard, but I do get their chapter tactics. However, it, the book also tells you if you're playing a chapter that you don't know the parent chapter, like Minotaurs or um, uh, Astral Claws or whatever, that you pick the chapter tactics that you want. Uh, we are going to require that you put that on your uh, army list. You can't change from game to game. And because that would be really powerful. Right? I know, it'd be super powerful. And uh, you're, you're supposed to pick one that reflects the background of your army. Like, for example, if you're playing Space Sharks or Carcharodons, like, it would make sense that you would choose the Black Templar chapter tactics because you're a melee chapter. Now, you don't have to. Um, you could take Ultramarines or whatever, even though it probably doesn't fit as well. Um, but the book does say you, you should... You know, this is spirit of the rules. Um, pick one that it reflects the, the, the background of the chapter. Yeah. Uh, Bugman 1983. Uh, what about Necrons? Some of them have dynasty keywords and some do not. So you're just going to be Necron. As long as everyone is Necron, which you have to be, you don't have a choice. Yeah. So Necrons, by default, a Necron detachment will automatically get um, OPSEC. Uh, Discarletilla. Uh, yeah, my, uh, my pop should be here actually this coming week and bringing in some gaming tables and hooking up the new rig. Yeah, so if you want to come by Frontline Gaming and play a game, we'll have nice game tables in the uh, front store. Not the, janky, not the janky <laughs> tables we've been working, we've been working with. Um, Axis of Entropy, there's one good chaplain, Asmode. Asmode is awesome. Asmode is really um, Wolf priests and Space Wolves are awesome. Uh, yeah, so some of the chaplains totally make sense, uh, but generally speaking, I would always default to the captain or the chapter master, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, okay, based on the terrain thing, what do you think about the recent Conor mission where very little terrain is recommended? Well, the Conor missions are, are meant to represent uh, a story. They're not meant to represent, to, to create maybe the most balanced competitive game. Yeah, you're not supposed to have like, six storm ravens with Marnie's Calgar yeah, and wait. some other characters running around the table because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're supposed to play thematic games for the, the, the Konor. Yeah. Uh, that's its own thing. I, I, I would take it as it is. I wouldn't try to read too much into it. Um, they're just trying to give you fun games to create a, a global campaign because people were asking for it. Um, uh, another good one, T6 Ted. Uh, so you can't use the index profiles once the decks correct. drops. That's correct. The uh, newest... The newest yeah, go ahead. The newest data sheet, you have to use the newest version of a data sheet. Um, so the, the one that everyone's going to be asking is like Brimstone Horrors, the one in the index, it's gone. Forget it. It's it's kaput. You have to use the one in the CSM book. And that includes if you're a demon player. That includes if you're summoning demons. You have to use that profile. They're more expensive. Um, and you can't just drop in one blue or one pink to give it full strength smite. That's all gone. Um yeah. And thank goodness it did. that needed to change ASAP. A uh, friend of NAR, uh, Custodes don't even have an HQ yet. makes it harder to run them. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, there are a few factions that are really hard. Uh, well, you, you can't run them as a solo faction at this no. point in time anyway. They don't have troops, so you're not going to get OBSEC anyway. So you might as well just throw in HQ of your choice in there with them. Yeah. And then uh, I believe Skitari are the same. They don't. They don't have their own, but yeah, but the thing they is, they have their own keywords, don't they? No, 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 they, they're with the cult. 
they're going to be Adeptus Mechanicus. Yeah. So that's a good that's a good one to bring up. So um, so because it is confusing, and we worked on that took this took some work <laughs> to get this all hammered out. Uh, Adeptus Mechanicus will get objective secured, and that covers Colt Mechanicus and Skatari. Okay. Um, Adeptus Ministorum will get obsec, and that covers the Ecclesiarchy and Sisters of Battle. So you can mix those two together, and you'll still get obsec. And I'm 99% certain Astra Militarum will also get it, which includes Commissars and Volgrins and Ratlings and Scions. Yeah, they shouldn't get it. No, they they uh, definitely shouldn't. So, like, there's some keywords that will be more inclusive than others, and that's why we're, we're publishing a list. It, it'll make it easy. Uh, set my jibs. Thank you very much for subscribing. Booyah. Thank you very much. Um, so, Blood Ravens get. One case sons <laughs> tactics. Uh, wink, wink. No, I don't yeah. know. Everyone, everyone. Uh, the the rumor is that uh, Blood Ravens are a successor chapter of um, Thousand Sons. And Alpha Legion gets uh, uh, whatever they want. Ultramarines. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> Pick whatever chapter tactic you want. Like, yeah. Well, the Alpha Legion's warlord trait, where you have to kill every character in the army yeah, to get warlord. Like, okay, that's pretty. That's cool. awesome. Uh, anyway, guys, I know there's a million questions, and um, this will all make more sense as we go. But we'll go back to the notes. So we uh, have some new FLG mats that we just released. We're very proud of them. They're, they're beautiful mats. They're a uh, Bocage and um, not Bokagi, like uh, Pablo Bokagi. thought. Oh yeah, how do you pronounce this? He's a Bokagi mat, that's weird. I was like, that's borderline not okay to say. But uh, it's Bocage and it's from the region of France uh, that the allies after the D-Day invasion, they went into Bocage country and fought really some famous battles, very bloody battles against the uh, Germans, the Axis. Um, and it's kind of like these fields that had um, very dense, thick uh, borders around the fields. And it's a really beautiful region, but it's a very iconic part of um, World War II. Yeah. And so these mats, we created them for specifically for World War II games, although you could use them for any game. Of course, yeah. Uh, you could use it for RPGs. You could use it for uh, Age of Sigma or fantasy themed games. You could use it for tabletop farming, as one of our buddies <laughs> said. Uh, but they're scaled. This is the first time we've done this. The mats are scaled for 28 millimeter games like Bolt Action, uh, 40K, uh, etc., and 15 millimeter scale games like Flames of War, Team Yankee. And you could use them for. Uh, we have mats that are scaled for both. And you can see it's kind of like zoomed in, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And they're available in 4x6, four 4x4, four four, and 3x3 three three foot size. Yep, so uh, pick yours up today. Get your World War II gaming on. Yeah, and again, I think it'd be great for um, Age of Sigmar. And you could use oh, them yeah. for 40K and stuff too. Yeah, you they, put some little yeah. huts on it and get some little bushes. It'd be really, uh, really beautiful mats. And hopefully you guys like them. So we got a ton of ITC events coming up this Jeez. weekend. I don't know, was that 20 events? That's uh, at least 40. I'm just kidding. It's like 20. That's a lot. There is a lot of events. We got events coming up all around the world. Australia. We just got two new events in the Czech Republic. Yeah. It's really exciting. It's amazing. It's really exciting to see how popular it is. Um, it's all over the dang place. Yep. And uh, we do have a GT this weekend. We have the uh, Hammer of Wrath Grand Tournament in Pasadena, California at Game Empire Pasadena. And uh, we will be there. And when I say we, it's Frankie, myself, Pablo, and Brandon. Yeah. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. Trophy's going to look great on my shelf. They have a crazy trophy for this event. It's a big giant giant hammer. hammer. (laughs) Uh, Also, we're going to go over the ITC rankings currently for 40K. And the top 10 as they stand today, 
Paul McKelvey in first place. Well done, Paul. Yep. Uh, he almost won the BAO. He got defeated by Brandon Grant. Andrew Ford in second. Mitch Pelham in third. Ryan Olson in fourth. Sam Hinley in fifth. Nick Nanavati has jumped up into sixth. Nice. Seventh is Aaron Hayden. Matt Evans in eighth. Nate Bates in ninth. And Tyler DeVry in tenth. Top teams, Mugu Legion has jumped up into first place. I'm sure helped out by Mitch, who got second at the BAO. Yeah, he was kicking butt. He did. Relentless D in second. I'm sure helped by Brandon Grant, who won the BAO. And Beast Coast, who's often up in the rankings, is currently sitting in third. Sisters of Battle, we have Adrian Genard. He's been leading all year. Yeah. Uh, he is moving back to France, though, so it's going to be tough oh, no. uh, for him to pick up some of those points. Uh, so if you are a Sisters player, you might be able to jump in there. Uh, first place, Space Marines. We have Thomas Hextrom Oki, a uh, common name at the top of that yeah. list. Sean Porter, currently leading Ash Militarum, although that's a very popular faction right now. Blood Angels, we have Timothy Travers, is currently in first place. Chaos Demons, we have Ian Andrew of Canada up in first. Chaos Renegades, Aaron Hayden. Chaos Space Marines, we have Mark Perry. Colt Mechanicus, um, that's going to be included under Skatari at present. Ben Rorison, we have leading Dark Angels, Dark Eldar, Herb Schaefer. Death Watch, we have Anthony of Love. <laughs> Anthony Diamore. Uh, Eldar, we have Andrew Ford. Eldar Corsairs, we have Carter Leach. We use the Carter Leach category. Heck yeah. Someone dethrones him. Grey Knights, Shaylin Allen. She has been in first place for like two editions now. Yeah, she's been kicking butt. Gene uh, Sealer Colt, we have Josh Bagwell. Harlequins, we have David Ivings. Imperial Knights, we have Mike Keys. Uh, he just won a tournament. Yeah. Knight Renegades, we have Tom Drury. Corn Demonkin, this is kind of funny that we still announce this one. James Shop, I think we're going to have to retire that category. Uh, Necrons, we have Alexander Gonzalez. Uh, Orcs, we have Rich Kilton. And uh, Space Wolves, we have Wes Polly. No, that is not correct. Uh, we have Mitch Pelham. Tau, we have Paul McKelvey. And Tyranids, we have Henry, too. Congratulations, congratulations guys. And then with the rankings, too, we're still updating that to represent the, the factions in 8th um, edition. So yeah. bear with us for a little bit longer. Be a little bit longer, and then we'll get it adjusted. Um, but, yeah. Anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Make sure to tune in for tonight's game. We've got Harlequins versus Ultramarines. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, Brandon and Pablo are playing their tournament armies against each other, so it should be pretty fun to watch. I think we had another uh, poor one out for the KDK, says Time Wings. Uh, so, okay, this is a good question. One more. I know it's it's confusing, guys. The Codex has changed things a lot. Uh, do known successor chapters like the Raptors with special characters have to take the relevant chapter-specific warlord trait like a Raven Guard character would and can other characters in a Raptors army take Raven Guard relics? No, because you are not actually Raven Guard. You yeah. are Raptors. So you do not have to take the Raven Guard uh, um, Warlord trait, which is actually really good. Uh, and you cannot take their, their relics because you're not Raven Guard. You're Raptors. The exception to the rule is that you use their chapter tactics. But yeah. that does not mean you become Raven Guard. A, a really good example of this is Crimson Fists. Crimson Fists have their own Warlord trait. They have their own Relic. Um, I don't think they have a stratagem, though, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, I think they use the other one. They, they don't. 
think it says they do. But maybe, maybe it does. That, yeah. But but for example, uh, the Crimson Fist cannot use the Imperial Fist Relic. They cannot use the Imperial Fist Willow Trait. They have their own. Um, so the only exception, you're still you're still faction keyword Raptors. The only exception to this is that you get to use the Raven Guard chapter tactics, and this counts for any successor chapter. So you don't get any of the, the, the customized stuff. You can use the generic ones, which in the case of Raptors is actually better because you take Storm and Fire, yeah, which is amazing. Um, or you can take the Fearless one or whatever the heck you want. So there you go, guys. Uh, okay, one more question. Uh, if you run Yanari Army, that's all Craft World, will you get obsec? Well, you actually can't run a Yanari Army that's all Craft World. That's not a legal list. You have to take one of the Yanari HQs to be a Yanari army. If you don't, your list is actually illegal. So you have to take Yvrain, you have to take uh, Incarn or the Vizark. Uh, and then of course, you're no longer a mono um, faction army, you're a soup army. So a Yanari army will never get obsec. Uh, it's like running um, Inquisition or Imperial soup. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, the Mortarian model is awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed by the paint scheme that they did. They're kind of going with a whole cartoony scheme yeah. for Nurgle for some yeah. reason. Um, but I can't wait to see it painted up by uh, our studio. Yeah, it's, it's all there. And when you, guys, when you guys put that guy on the table, you'll feel the power. Yes. You will feel the power. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one.